الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسل الله تعالى بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا داعيا الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا فعما بعد فقال تعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وقال نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه واله وصحبه وسلم ان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدع وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار يا عزان الاخوان واخوات في الاسلام قال الله تعالى وخشي الرحمن بالغيب فبشره بمغفره واجر كريم لماذا خشيه الرحمن عندما يكون الله هو الرحمن الرحيم في الدنيا والاخره تتم ترجمه خشيه خشيه الله بخوف الله الخوف هو عاطفه سبيله سلبيه عاطفه سلبيه نحن نكره ما نخافه ولكن الله قال ان المؤمنين يحبونه اكثر من اي شيء اخر الله ذكر صفه المؤمنين وقال والذين امنوا اشد حبا لله كيف نفهم العلاقه بين الخشيه والحب ليس خوف الله بل هو خوف اغضاب من نحب اكثر فكلما احببنا الله زاد خوفنا من غضبه وزادت خشيتنا والله رحمن الرحيم ورحمته لا ينقطع ابدا هو الاكثر تسامحا وغفرانه لا ينقص ابدا كيف نزيد حبنا لله نفعل ذلك بتفكر في نعمه دعونا نفعل ذلك الان لنكفر بسمت في ثلاث نعم من الله تعالى ونشكره عليهم الطريقه هي التفكير في كل نعمه وتفكير 
فی الکیفیتی التی ستکون علیہ اذا فقدنا تلک نعمته فقال اللہ تعالی وَإِذْ تَعَذَّنَا رَبُّكُمْ لَإِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِدَنَّكُمْ وَلَإِنْ كَفَرْتُمْ إِنَّا أَذَابِي لَشَدِيدٌ دعونا نفعل هذه عادة ونفعل ذلك كل يوم فكروا بثلاث نعم من نعم الله تعالى علينا وَتَخَيَّلُوا الْحَيَاةِ بِدُونِهِمْ وَأَحْمَدُ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى عَلَى نِعَمَتِهِ ثلاثة فقط يوميا ثلاثة نعم من الله تعالى وَتَخَيَّلُوا حَيَاتُكْ وَحَيَاتِي بدون هذه نعمة الله سبحانه وتعالى نحمده على كل منهم على كل من نعمه من الله تعالى باسمه عندما تفعل هذا ستجد أن قلبك يمتلي بالامتنان والسعادة لما أعطاك الله وستحصل على عازم ثروة وهي أعزم من ثروة هو القناعة هذا هو سر السعادة السعادة ليست حيازة الذهب والفضة أو دولار أو دينار أو سيارات أو منازل أو ممتلكات الناس الذين لديهم كل ذلك وما زالوا ينتحرون ولكن سحابة رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لم تكن لديهم من هذا ولكن كان لديهم القناعة كانوا سعداء وسعادوا الآخرين أن أبي العلا الحضرمي رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الله يبتلي عبده بما عاتاه فمن رضي بما قسم الله له بارك الله له فيه ووسعه ومن لم يرضى لم يبارك له في حديث حديث صحيح في مسند إمام أحمد كل أشياء عاتا من الله هو الابتلاء المال ابتلاء وفخر ابتلاء السحة ابتلاء ومرض ابتلاء الأولاد ابتلاء وأكسه ابتلاء الزواج ابتلاء وليس زواج ابتلاء كل شيء ابتلاءات كل ما يعطينا الله تعالى هو 
اقتبار و امتحان یجیب ان رد علیہ بصبر او شکر وفی الحیاتنا نسعد بما قضا لئن قضاءه دلیل على انه اختار لنا ذلك ماذا يمكننا أن نقول عندما يختار الرحمن شيئا خاصا لنا إلا الحمد لله رب العالمين ولكن تعلمنا من ثقافة اليوم هذه الثقافة في هذه البلد وكل وكله في في الدنيا تعلمنا من ثقافة اليوم أن السعادة تمكن في امتلاك الأشياء لكن السعادة في عتاء الأشياء وليس في الامتلاكها السعادة في مساعدة الآخرين وفي انفاق في سبيل الله وفي النفقة في سبيل الله تخبرنا ثقافة الشيطان هذا اليوم الآن أننا إذا أعطينا فإننا نخسر ولكن الله يخبرنا أننا إن أعطيناها يردوها إلينا ويعطينا أجرا السؤال بالنسبة لنا هو من تصدق الثقافة شيطاني اليوم أو الله سبحانه وتعالى من نصدق عندما نعتاد أن نشكره وننفق في سبيله فإن الله يملأ قلوبنا بالقناع ينزل يزيل يزيل كل الخوف من الدنيا ومخلوقات نور الله ينير قلوبنا ويختفي كل ظلام الحزن والحم قال الله أن هؤلاء الذين يحبون الله ويشكرونه ويطيعونه عندما موتهم إن الذين قالوا ربنا الله ثم استقاموا تتنزل عليهم الملائكة ألا تخافوا ولا تحزنوا وأبشروا بالجنة التي كنتم توعدون نحن أولياؤكم في الحياة الدنيا وفي الآخرة ولكم فيها ما تشتهي أنفسكم ولكم فيها ما تدعون نزلا من غفور رحيم تخيلوا ذلك اليوم الذي سيأتي لنا جميعا عندما نواجه الملائكة 
الملائكه الموت وسيقول الا تخافوا ولا تحزنوا وابشروا بالجنه التي كنتم توعدون ان شاء الله لا خوف للمؤمن اعظم من الخوف من مواجهة الله يوم القيامة لا خوف عدم هذا الخوف للمؤمن ولكن الله سيبدد هذا الخوف برسالة ملائكته ولكن الشرط أن نطيع الله ورسوله في كل جوانب في كل جوانب حياتنا لمن يخشى غضب الرحمن ووعده برحمته وغفرانه وقال وخشي الرحمن بالغيب فبشره بمغفرة وأجر كليم أصل الله أن يجعلنا من الصابرين والشاكرين والقانتين والمتوكلين وخشي الرحمن بالغيب فبشره بمغفرة وأجر كريم أقول قولي هذا استغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفره إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد فقال تعالى إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك أحمد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك أحمد مجيد I've just been to a two year two two months intensive Arabic uh, immersion course but I haven't forgotten my English don't worry Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وَخَشِيَ الرَّحْمَانَ بِالْغَيْبِ فَبَشِّرْهُ بِمَغْفِرَةٍ وَجِرٍ كَرِيمٍ and this is in Surah Al-Yaseen as we know the meaning of that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioning those people and he says they are those who have the khashiyat of Allah in their hearts they have the awe and glory and majesty and fear of Allah in their hearts so give them and in their hearts khashiyat rahmana bil ghaib and they don't see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala despite that they have this feeling so give them the good news of forgiveness and ajrin kareem in a great and honorable reward now what is the meaning of fearing ar-rahman ar-rahim when he is the most merciful the most beneficent The issue is we translate in khashya as fear. Fear is a negative emotion. Nobody likes things they fear. We hate the things we fear. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about the believers, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ حُبَّ لِلَّهِ Allah said, but the true believers, they love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more than they love anyone and anyone, anything else. Allahumma anajalna minhumma, inshallah. We ask Allah to put us, make us among the true believers who love only Allah. And we love Allah more than anyone and anything else. Now, how do we understand, therefore, the relationship between khashya and love? Between khashya and hub? Khashya is not fear of Allah, but the fear of offending the one we love the most. Khashyatullah is the fear of offending the one we love the most. So, the more we love Allah, 
the more we fear offending him and therefore the more we obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So how do we increase our love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? You want to know how to increase? Yes or no? Inshallah. Every day, think of three things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed you with and thank Allah for that thing by name. Do Make this as an exercise. For example, if you have beautiful children, look at your child in the face and say, Ya Allah, Alhamdulillah, you blessed me with this child. No matter how much he troubles you, no matter how, how mischievous it is, we love them. Right? We love them. May Allah keep your children safe. Imagine, for example, your child disappears. This child is big time trouble. He's always very mischievous, giving you a lot of trouble. He disappears. Now you call the police, this, that, nothing. Then you get a ransom call. And they say, we got your child. Bring a million dollars. Or you won't have your child back. What do you think you will say? Child is mischievous and a lot of trouble in the house, right? What will you say? Eh? Keep him. <laughs> Keep him. <laughs> eh? You will turn the world upside down to pay that ransom and get that child back, right? You want to keep the child? <laughs> you don't know what you got. Keep the child. Eh? I'll pay you <laughs> to keep this. <laughs> Subhanallah. Now look at that child. Allah gave you that child without asking. Eh? Allah gave. Without asking. And you raise them, right? They will be sadaqah jariah for you as long as they live. And if you raise them right, they will raise their children right. You're talking two generations, at least. I always tell people, when I talk about parenting, I always tell people, it's not your children. We're talking two generations, minimum. Two generations. You raise them right, they will raise their children right. There's no, there's no you know, difference in that, right? Two generations. Now, look at your child in the face and imagine your life without that child. Imagine the child died and you prayed Salatul Jaraz on him. Now what? Look at all the blessings Allah gave you. Stand in front of the mirror. All my, my friends with you know, in the gym. Stand in front of the mirror. Look at your body and say, if Allah... People have strokes, right? People have a stroke. Nothing will happen. The muscles will, be, will still be the same. You can measure the muscle, no problem. It will still be the same. It just won't work. It just won't work. My hand, which I could lift 150 kilos with that one hand, khalas, I can't even lift the hand, forget about the kilos. Imagine. Then thank Allah. Alhamdulillah. Huh? Each ni'mah. Subhanallah, wallahi, do this every single day. Make this your habit from today onwards. Every single day, the moment you open your eyes, think of three ni'mat min Allah ta'ala. Three blessings of Allah. And imagine life without that and thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that blessing. Believe me, my brothers and sisters, you will become the happiest people in the world. You will, no matter how happy you are today, you will become much more happy. Much, much more happy. Because the truth is that happiness is not in the possession of things. This is what the 
the shaitani thakafa the, the, the shaitani culture we live in global culture not only this country everywhere we think happiness comes from owning stuff cars and money and this and that and houses and buildings and what not what not but the truth is happiness comes from giving stuff not from taking stuff not from owning stuff helping people and that is why we live in a world today unfortunately we don't look and see we live in a world today where the people who have the most when you go home today do a do a google search celebrity suicides do a google search celebrity suicides believe me every single one of them who committed suicide had more money than you every single one of them if they didn't have more money than you then they wouldn't their list name would not be in that list unless some of you are hiding hiding what you have huh? they had more money than you they had more followers than you they had more stuff than you they went to more places than you for them traveling first class was was standard for them private planes was standard for them car but they still committed suicide why suicide is the ultimate of despair it is haram in islam to commit suicide ultimate of the last hope completely there is no hope left to lose hope is kufr whereas the sahaba of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam they didn't have cars and they didn't have houses and they didn't have mansions and they, but they had the greatest of wealth what was that qanaat qanaat contentment whatever it was alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin qanaat so they were happy <clears throat> they didn't commit suicide and they helped other people today suicide and depression is a much bigger pandemic and epidemic than covid much much bigger although as a culture as a world we have far more stuff we have possessions we have money we have gadgets we have far more we don't have what we don't have is what happiness and happiness does not we don't have happiness because you can't buy it in walmart we don't have happiness happiness comes by giving not by taking that's why rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said in this beautiful hadith an abil ala al hadrami radhiyallahu anhu qala rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam inna yabtali abdahu bima atahu faman radiya bima qasama allah lahu barakallahu lahu fihi wa wasa'ahu wa man lam yarda lam yubarik lahu rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said as narrated by abul ala al hadrami radhiyallahu anhu that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will test his slave in what he gives him so everything we get from allah is a test money is a test not having money is a test health is a test disease is a test freedom is a test opposite of freedom is a test families wives and children are tests not having them is a test Then look around you how many people These, the, many of the young people chef please make dua what i should get married i tell them look at the way who will marry you man <laughs> and then what happens you get married chef make dua what 
and i won't say the rest this is the problem this is the problem everything is a test and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said the one who is satisfied with what allah gave him whatever it is alhamdulillah rabbil alamin allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give barakah to him he will increase his happiness and he will make it bigger and and better for him and the one who does not do that the opposite and this is a sahih hadith in busnad imam ahmad the thing to understand therefore is that what we need to have in our hearts is shukr and sabr that is why nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to say alhamdulillah ala kulli hal if i have something he would get up in the morning and after salat fajr and so on he would come home he would ask his wife is there anything to eat you would say today there's nothing you say alhamdulillah i'm fasting alhamdulillah i'm fasting and he did he didn't make sure that day because he wasn't planning to make to fast there was no food alhamdulillah i'm fasting when he has food alhamdulillah i have food that is why he said the moment is so lucky because if he does not have something he has sabr he makes sabr allah will reward him and if he has something he makes shukr and allah will reward him so both cases when we get used to thanking allah subhanahu wa taala and spending in the way of allah subhanahu wa taala allah subhanahu wa taala fills our hearts with contentment with qanaat and removes all fear of the world and the creatures of the world allah subhanahu wa taala's light illuminates our hearts and dispels all the darkness of sorrow and sadness and worry Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about the end of those who love Allah and thank him and obey him please understand this very very clearly there is no love for Allah if there is no obedience to Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said innal ladina qalu rabbuna Allah thumma istaqamu qalu rabbuna Allah thumma istaqamu laysa kafi qalu rabbuna Allah faqat what is the evidence of that Simply saying Allah is my Rabb is not sufficient. Allah is my Rabb. If Allah is your Rabb, then do what your Rabb told you to do. If Allah is your Rabb, stop dealing in interest. Stop taking loans on interest because Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala said the one who takes loans on interest, the one who deals in riba, the one who deals with interest, Allah has declared war against that person on his behalf and on the behalf of Muhammad Sallam. So the one who is taking an interest-based loan is what? No matter what the reason is, I want to become a dentist. To become a dentist, I need a million dollars. So I'm going. No, don't become a dentist. Where does it say that you should become a dentist? Otherwise, you go to Jahannam. Find another career. If you deal in interest, believe me, I don't make up this stuff. Huh? Believe me, this is the Quran. If you deal in interest, you have accepted a declaration of war from Allah. and is rasul alaihi salam sallallahu alaihi wasallam what do you call the one you are at war with what do you call them enemy right enemy tell me seriously just think about this do you and i i certainly don't want to do this i will prove myself do you meaning the ones who are dealing in interest the ones who are borrowing money on interest no matter what the reason is Do you want to stand before Allah Subhanahu wa Taala on the day of judgment and be counted among His enemies? 
Do you want to stand before Rasulullah sallallahu on the day of judgment when we need his shafaat, when we need him to intercede for us and be counted as the enemy of Muhammad sallallahu Make up your mind. Imagine, think about this. If you are hungry to the point of dying three days and you have no food, you are allowed to eat pork. That one time, not for from then onwards, from that one time, you are allowed to eat pork. If you are freezing to death and somebody gives you a shot of rum, you are allowed to have that rum at that point in time. <clears throat> Alcohol haram, pork is haram. Still, despite that, in that situation of dire necessity, when life and death situation, you are allowed to. Is there such a, is there such a ruksa for interest, for riba? Life and death situation, you can, you can do, you can take riba? No. Did Allah declare war for anything other than riba? Think about it. Allah did not even declare war for kufr and shirk. Suratul Baqarah ayat are clear. Go read it. So Allah is saying here, the one who says, "Qalu Rabbuna Allahu thumma istaqamu," and he has istiqamat on that. What will happen? Tadanazal walehimul malaika. What will they say? Allah taqafu wa la tahazanu wa abshiru bil jannati allati kuntum tu'adun. My brothers and sisters, there is no fear that is bigger than the fear for the moment, for the believer. If you don't believe, you don't believe. But if you believe, there is no fear greater than the fear at the time of death. Even the Anbiya feared that. Even the Anbiya alayhi the Prophet feared that. What? To stand before Allah. What will happen to me? I am dying. What will happen to me? There is no fear bigger than that. And at that time, see the rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah will send his malaika and malakul mouth will say to you and me and may Allah make this for all of us. Inshallah, do not fear. Don't be sad. Abshiru bil jannati lati kuntum du'adun. We bring for you the good news of jannah. Right there, the man hasn't even died. The woman hasn't even died. Allah is saying, you will be in jannah. Don't worry now. Don't worry, don't worry, don't fear. Nahanu awliyaukum fil hayati dunya wa fil akhira. We are your friends and supporters in this dunya and in the akhira. We are coming with you. Don't worry about this. Imagine. Can you tell me? Can you tell me if somebody told you how much will you pay for that? What will you pay? Seriously, put it, the whole point of these khutbahs and the Quran and so on and so on is to put yourself in that place and imagine because this that day will come for every single one of us. We yesterday we did janaza for a lady, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant her janatul firdaus bighayri hisab and fill her khawar with noor. Sri Lankan lady, a friend of a wife of a friend of mine, 41 years old, four sons. She had she had fever and then she cardiac arrest, she died. That day will come. That day will come for every single one of us. And at that time, to have the malaika themselves bringing good news of Jannah. No fear. Don't worry about it. Inshallah, Allah has given you Jannah. And if somebody says, if there's a, you, you, you and I can't pay for I'm just saying this as, a, as an example, right? You can't buy this stuff. But if somebody says, what will you pay? What do you think we will say? What do you think any believer will say? He will say, take everything. Take every single thing I have. Why? Because that every single thing I have is going to be left behind anyway. So what am I giving? I'm giving my house, take it. Doesn't belong to me. 
my car, my children, my wife, my husband, this, that. Everything is left behind. But what I will get is Jannah, Alhamdulillah. But for that, obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the sharat. That is the condition. And remember, there is no qualifier. There is no change to that condition. The same condition applied to the father of the Nabi, Ibrahim alayhi salam. It applied to the wife of the Nabi, Lut alayhi salam. It applied to the son of the Nabi, Nu alayhi salam. Yes? It applied to the closest relative, the Amma of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam. No exceptions. No exceptions. Iman will amalu salih. No exceptions. So why do you think? You think I will escape, you will escape? No. So simple. We already have Iman, alhamdulillah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is witness. May Allah be witness that all of us have Iman, alhamdulillah. Thing to do is to stick on it. Don't wander here and there. Don't listen to this advisor, that advisor, that advisor. Oh, this is okay, that's okay. Are you going to be sitting on the throne of Allah on the day of judgment? You are telling me it's okay. My Rabb told me it's not okay. Who should I believe? Dumb question. But we need to ask the dumb question. Because if we don't ask dumb question, we do dumb things. And then get and then we get into trouble, right? Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Jalla Jalalahu to include us among the Shakirin, Wasabirin, Walkanitin, Walmutawakilin. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Jalla Jalalahu to be pleased with us and never to be displeased, to fill our hearts with Qana'a, to fill our hearts with His Noor and to dispel all the darkness of all sadness and all anxiety and all fikr and everything which is troublesome to ask. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remove all of that. ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر لنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكوننا من الخاسرين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين رب اغفر وارحم وأنت خير الراحمين آمين يا رب العالمين يا عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينحى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم عذر يستجيب لكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون أكم السلام